0: Hello all, this is the Ghidras Podcast. Welcome to Sacred Space and Sacred Time, a place where we discuss tools and practices that heal your mind, body, and spirit. If you're looking to start your journey today, then you're in the right place. I'm Austin Freeman, and I'll be your host. Let's get started. Hey guys, this is Austin here. So today we have Angela and I and we talk about tarot cards and oracle cards and being read and how to give reading to others and how to give readings to yourself. So enjoy and we'll see on the other side. All right, guys, welcome back to the Giedras podcast. So today I'm here with Angela Hubert and she is a tarot reader oracle reader too, correct? Yes. Yeah, she does yes. both. So she's just going to talk with us today about tarot readings, kind of how she got started, some tips and tricks, and just what the heck is a tarot? Tarot card, tarot reading, and all that jazz. So if you've been interested in tarot and learning how to use your cards, or you've, you have some and you want to break them back out again, this is the podcast for you. Welcome, Angela. Thank you. Yes, I'm this glad you exciting. could do this. Yeah, we've been trying for a while. I know. <laughs> Finally here. Finally here. So just, I mean, how did you even end up here? I mean, I know that's probably a loaded question, but how did you get started in Tarot? Um, well,
1: it started in my basement with my <laughs> um, two friends who were homeschooled. So they used to come to Hillsdale every weekend. Um,
0: how married, old were you here?
1: Uh, high school. Okay, okay you said teens. high school, got it. Okay. Um, and we would do a spread that was about love and each of us had the same guy every like just <laughs> that's what we did. So it was kinda where it started. And then I think for Christmas one year they got me a deck and then the book that her their mom had. That's what we were using, so they bought me a copy of it. And then I've had it forever. And then What was
0: your first deck then? Do you remember?
1: Um it was like a fairy okay. tarot. So it wasn't very traditional. Yeah. So it was really I just, I don't know if that's what kind of deterred me from learning it so quickly, but, um, but actually it is where I learned. I mean, once I picked it back up again, that's the first deck I started using. again. And when did
0: you pick it back up? Mm, So 2015, 14. Yes, it's been about five years since Mm -hmm. you've been reading again. And did you already know them? pretty well like back then and then you just had to kind of relearn it or did no. you have to, you had no, to no. learn it we like
1: <laughs> followed the book based on the cards that came out like we didn't even know they wanted the first 10 trumps that's what they're called the, okay. in some old books um but it's the first 10 major arcanas yeah and then we used like a couple other They gave us specifically which ones we used, and in the deck, you can see that those cards are the dirtiest because they're the most used. (laughs) It makes me
0: (laughs) laugh when I see it. Yeah. So, what is involved in a tarot deck? Like, what's, I mean, you have these different suits, you have numbers, you've got, you said the word arcana. Like, I'm, I'm a total dummy, so tell me.
1: So, arcana, I've, um,. I've kind of done some more research on that, and so the, the word arcana means, um, like, milestones. Okay. So when you have a major arcana, there's 22 of those, mm-hmm. 0 through 21. And then you have four suits, which is, like, some people might think of it, too, as, like, playing cards. That's, some people think that's where tarot kind of crossed over, but there's a different type of card that more closely represents that. But, okay. um so then with the four suits, you have wands, cups, pentacles, and what did I already say? Swords? Swords, yes. Swords. Um, so then those have one through ten, and then a court card, four court cards, so a page, knight. Okay. So it kind of has all these different elements that you can put together, and it's pretty like, uniform. So you're supposed to follow the same meanings for the cards but honestly I there's a lot of people who see different things in the cards than just the normal uniform meaning of the card
0: yeah so there's a general meaning Mm -hmm. but then you can and those are in most books yes and then you can you can dig deeper and kind of use the cards when if you pull more than one pull pull more than one Mm -hmm. you can see them and see how they are involved with each other
1: and I feel like there's a lot of hype, too, about, like, oh, you shouldn't use your book. But, like, I yeah. still pull out my book sometimes because I just might need that little help of, like, one word sticks out. And you're like, yep, there it is. I know what it's meaning. Yep. Okay. So you're
0: you're for the books.
1: So yes. You're okay with it. Yes.
0: Okay. But I'm also
1: for reading intuitively. Like, once you start to, like, you'll start to pick up what those things mean to you and what signs. And when you use your cards more, they almost learn... To work with you, so they know what they have to show you oh, okay. in order for you to get this message. So it's so, like it's a relationship for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, <laughs> I think so for sure. I mean, because there's even decks that I don't use all the time that I feel like don't always give me the strongest messages. Okay. Where I know the deck I need to go to when I gotta get serious. So you have multiple decks. Well, I have lots of decks. How many? How many decks do you think you have? Oh boy, um, my last count was like fifty-seven between tarot and oracle.
0: Oh my! I know it's that's a lot. It's gotten terrible,
1: and that's literally only been in like two years. But I've really so. But you know, there's people who collect China,
0: like totally. No, 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 I'm not joking. No, (laughs) so it's like I buy cards. My collection, yeah. And is there any? She, get off. Is there any decks that you got rid of, or do you always keep all of them? Because I have a hard time letting go of, like, any deck, even if I don't resonate with it. What yeah,
1: I've wondered about that, and yeah. then I wondered maybe about gifting it. Okay. I might feel better about that than just adding it to a pile for, like, a donation. Yeah. Um. But as of yet, I have not gotten rid of any. Yeah, same. So... I don't like to think that I. I mean, I'm almost. have anxiety to think. Like, I almost thought I lost one recently. I was really devastated, and I just kept telling myself, whoever found it must have needed it. Like, yeah. this is why this is happening. But it turns out um, Kate put it in her bag by accident. Oh, gotcha. So she had. So for a week, I was dying, <laughs> praying, please, no bad juju on them. Like, yeah. give them to someone good. Yeah.
0: Aw. Okay, so multiple decks are a thing. So once oh, yeah. you kind of get into tarot, don't be surprised if you're just. Addicted. Yes. So, what's your what's your tarot practice like? Um. And how has it changed and evolved? Like, how did you? Like, I know we kind of talk about how did you start. Did you start with a daily card pull? Did you just do it with friends? Like, when did you get started personal? with my
1: friends? And then when I came back into it about five, six years ago, it was mostly personal. Okay. And for yourself. mm
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: And I just. I guess consulted the cards when I was needing to kind of work through things and it looking back, I <laughs> I was nowhere near as connected as I am now. Like it was just very still very new. Yeah. And so even though I was still getting the messages, it's something that I definitely grew into stronger.
0: As time went on. Yeah. As you practice. Like
1: it's almost I mean, I know when I'm not getting a real read because I'm not in it. Okay. Like, if I'm just trying to, like, pull a card all willy-nilly, like, most likely it's not going to come out. What you need? What I need, or it's going to be a message that I'm not prepared to be hearing, so I move on from it. And really, it's like, because I just wasn't grounded into the moment.
0: So when you say pull out willy-nilly, what do you mean by that? You mean, like, not being intentional? Or if you're just shuffling? Well,
1: because I shuffle a lot, because that's even sometimes how I get my messaging coming starting already it's like almost meditative to me is like to shuffle and um but like if i was just like in a hurry and i'm almost ready to run out the door but i was like oh i just feel like i need a card but it's like but you didn't get into it yeah like you don't take that time and like i'm not saying you're gonna have this huge ritual in order to start but i do think there is something about like taking that moment and like centering in and like
0: so get i've heard you say getting quiet Getting quiet in that moment and just really listening. Mm-hmm. So, you, so maybe a tip or trick for newbies is to do it in a, maybe a space that is quiet.
1: Well, and I liked what you said about, like, being intentional. Like, when you start it, like, be intentional. Set your space. And it doesn't even have to be some big professional space with yeah. candles and crystals. And, like, just set a space where you have a clean table. Or if you like to I like to sit on the floor. Okay. Um, or on my bed. So...
0: So what are your thoughts on a card that falls out of the deck?
1: It uh, depends if I am...
0: In that asking, space?
1: In that space. Okay. Um, I take all cards that are come out, because sometimes that's when I'm like meditatively shuffling. Right. I'm almost having a conversation. If I'm really paying attention to the cards coming out, they're almost answering the ramble in my head. Got it. Got it. Like they're answering me back. And so... Um, I pay, so, yeah, attention pay attention to the cards to, okay. that pop, like pop out, but I don't always take it as like that's the card that needs to be laying out on the table, or
0: just like a little. Hmm, how does that resonate? Yeah. How does that feel?
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I've had also had while well, I'm shuffling, and like t- five, ten cards mm-hmm. pop out, and I'm like, I'm just gonna put those back. Mm-hmm. That's what
1: I, I. That's what I do. Unless I usually I- always kind of put them back, but I'll definitely even if it's eight or ten, I'll even look through on real quick just to see. See if anything sparks. Mm -hmm. And then also, too, if it comes back out. Right. Again, a second time. Mm -hmm. Like, even if later on you pull it, like, you were meant to see those, like, certain messages.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So you started reading on your own. Mm -hmm. And you're setting the space. You pull a card. And for the first part of it, maybe you have your book next to you or you actually always i always have my book too just Because actually case. when i
1: started back i came back using oracle more than i was using tarot gotcha. like i still had that original tarot deck but for the most part i was buying a few oracle. more oracle
0: decks so okay. i was
1: okay using the book because i like the way they write normally totally
0: And oracle you don't really know the message and in, in the intended message unless you read the book right so it, it's kind of hard so the difference between oracle and tarot i guess real quick
1: Oracle is more free form. You can do yeah. whatever you want. There's all kinds of oracle cards. Usually they're just some kind of art or a picture or something is depicted within the picture. And then there's usually some or a few words, mm-hmm. just to kind of depending. So there's all kinds.
0: They, would... like, they channel like different energies, like fairies versus element versus Native American Kind of spirits. Mm-hmm. I feel like the energies of oracles shift a lot, whereas tarot is very, it's very uniform, like you've been saying. Except for I mean, I feel like there's been a lot of new different kinds of tarot. Well,
1: out. I'm probably gonna get like burned at the stake for this. Um <laughs> I look at the tarot as someone who offers someone a Bible verse.
0: Okay. Okay. Like,
1: you know, when someone's needing advice and like someone could just ramble off some random Bible verse and it's like Ugh like i went a recovering catholic and went all the way through for 9 years and like i never once learned how to find stuff in the bible um okay but you know what i mean so i see like tarot as a chance to use cuz
0: you're coming from the same book most of the mm-hmm. most of the time that same the same meanings mm-hmm. in a sense except some are a little tweaked. but so if you i guess each card has a
1: theme yes
0: has a theme that's perfect and then you kind of play around with all
1: those different interpretations because some artists, when they change up the tarot deck, they kind of focus on one theme okay. of that card. When other people might have seen that card or that emotion as something different, so they just kind of start to depict it.
0: But you can play along with the with what's involved, yeah. In the the card.
1: uniform theme, I guess. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, besides that's pretty
0: much. That's a good way to describe it. So, do you have a? I mean, do you have a favorite deck, or do you have multiple?
1: I have multiple. Um, I I mean, I really i am finding more of my love for tarot because I really like the different artists that were coming out. And yeah. I, you can almost, once you start to like really connect to the tarot, you can almost see the person who designed it, like where mm-hmm. they were coming from making it, because you mm-hmm. can kind of see where they maybe were struggling or what was hurting them and like especially when you get like the three of swords like that's the heartbreak card yeah. so you know how are they depicting that yeah. and it's personal it's personal mm-hmm. was it a healing heart or is it like the right middle of the stabbing oh. of the heart so yeah. it's just I like that part
0: yeah um what are some so before we move on, move on to reading for others so we're still reading for ourselves we set up our space we're pulling cards we have our book um we go to this place and up when we need opportunities for guidance and like consulting like you said and so what are some other tips and tricks for people who are maybe uncomfortable or not even uncomfortable who are nervous because they don't know they don't think they know what they're doing
1: well you can watch other readers i follow a lot of readers on youtube okay and you just kind of have to find your little niche of people and and you you just and they hit head on sometimes, and I really like to watch how people read and how they interpret the cards. I yeah. think that's really important.
0: I would have never thought of that.
1: So, because like they kind of come up with a different scenario because they've had a different experience, it right. brings out this card, and so like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I wow,
0: didn't think about that.
1: Because really, that's important when you start to think like if you are going to read for other people, mm-hmm. they're not going to have the same scenarios. Like, right. you know why you're hurting, so it's kind of easier. But like when someone sits down and you got to try to figure it out. You got to know that there could be all these different scenarios. Yeah.
0: And even just surrounding yourself around the culture so it's mm-hmm. less unfamiliar mm-hmm. to do a reading. Um, so, what, when you go to read for others, I mean, say someone wants to take that step. Like, first of all, how scary is that? I feel like that's. Start with people you know. <laughs> Start with people you know who are. Maybe less if you critical. know their
1: problems too, that's even better because yeah. then you can be like, oh, I know what this is about. It's yeah. about that guy.
0: <laughs> it's always love. Yeah. (laughs) Always love. So starting with people, you know, Mm -hmm. what else do you have? What's your experience when you started reading for others? Like, how did you feel? I feel like because of card club, you were able to build that confidence. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some people might not have that.
1: No. And I still sometimes think I don't really have it. Um, But then I went and seen a medium and... She told me I'm really, really good. And, like, that was, like, the first thing she said. I didn't even say anything to her yet. And that was, like, the first thing she said to me. And I'm like, ooh. Oh, boy. Maybe I am really (laughs) really good. (laughs) This is crazy. I feel
0: like a lot of pressure. Yes. So if you're reading for someone and say, like, I've had readings where the person just isn't on. Like, the Mm -hmm. cards are just, I'm like, I don't feel this anywhere in my body. I don't get it. But I'm trying to be open, but it's still not happening. As someone who reads someone, what would you want the client to do then if they weren't vibing? Definitely
1: tell me, but I would hope that I was picking up on it too, which I've had some, but, um. That it
0: wasn't, it wasn't vibing?
1: and I've also been advised, like, it's okay to do this, but, like, to say, like, this isn't working, like, I will give you your money back, or if that's how you're doing it, and just, like, I just don't think that I'm connecting to you to give you the right answers.
0: Gotcha. So that's totally okay and appropriate mm-hmm.
1: to do. you know like maybe you just need to find a different person. a different person that can just connect because we're just not
0: connecting yeah, yeah. so you're, you're reading people and you've started with people that you knew and then maybe you branched off to somebody else and then you're doing okay I
1: think my big thing was like card club
0: yeah which was crazy because it took
1: me a while to come <laughs> like I came three weeks after it started and it was like really hard to I don't know to get out of your comfort zone, totally. but I think it's really what
0: helped. So like you said, finding a community mm-hmm. um, where you can mess up and there's mm-hmm. no judgment, or like test those little intuitive thoughts that you have. And there's feelings. a lot of people different
1: ab- like abilities. So like okay. there was people who had been reading or been reading longer than me that was like able to guide bounce things off. So it was just nice to have like those people around.
0: So find that maybe even find a little bit of a that community or mentor mm-hmm. or people in your area to to practice with so so we've been reading and then we come across this person that we're not vibing with and we it's okay to be like nope you know this isn't working it's okay like I'm not, I don't think I'm the reader for you
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and then as you start to get more connected to the tarot, and you start to get, you know, deeper into the readings, do you, do you ever get, like, channeling? So, like, a lot of people, when they say, well, I really want a psychic medium, or I really want a medium, and they don't picture tarot or oracle card readers as a form of mediumship, and, I mean, do you agree, do you think you guys, do you think tarot readers can be mediums, or? I
1: think they can, and but then I guess... It maybe contradict. No, it doesn't contradict because technically we all can be connected. if totally. We chose to. Yes. So, because I'm a firm believer that, that anybody can read tarot. It's not something specific. That you're specific. Yeah, necessary. like you have to be special in order to, like, everybody can read tarot. Like, you just have to learn to be intuitive and, like, build that card up. Like, almost like a callus, almost. Like, mm-hmm. you learn to work together and then they just know what to give you. And all of a sudden it just starts clicking okay. the faster and faster you get going. So I guess as far as channeling, I just think that it is a... It's like a muscle. Yeah, it's a muscle. But it's also just a resource of connection. Okay.
0: So what about talking to past loved ones or channeling spirit guides or just consciousness in general or like feeling the energy of the person, their situation? Those are all things that you do as a reader, card reader. Correct.
1: True, true. Yes. Yeah. Um I don't know if I would necessarily be able to say for sure I'm channeling this person's, you know, soul yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. I think we are definitely channeling spirits. Yes. Like I guess we're all just souls having a human experience in our little skin prison. <laughs> um so once they're no longer in that shell, they're just a soul, so why couldn't they still be communicating with us? Mm-hmm. And like.
0: Through consciousness? Yeah, yeah,
1: and just through, I mean, if it's cards that help us get those messages, if it's numbers, if it's yeah. songs on the radio, I mean, I just think that they're all just tools to get us there. And I just think that with having cards, it's just more intentional. Like, we get to set that intention. Like, I'm looking for this message, gotcha. I'm asking for this message.
0: And this is the tools you can use to show me. Yes. Gotcha, because a lot of my a lot of our customers here, um, not shy away from cards, but they definitely go straight towards like the uh, the people who don't use any kind of tools. So mm-hmm. I think those are special people, though.
1: Well, I feel like they've really harnessed and their they, gifts. Yeah. like I, you know, yeah. I don't know if I want to talk to dead
0: people. Right. <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> yeah. I
1: do not want to see
0: ghosts. Yes. Yes. And so I think that well, not all mediums see ghosts, right? Some of them they do the same same things that you do as a reader Mm -hmm. they're just like picking up on it yeah and check in with your Mm -hmm. energy and they kind of sometimes they can see what's happening in the future what what's affecting you now in the past which you can see that in the cards as well Mm -hmm. so it's just it's my opinion that I that tarot readers and and oracle card readers can do that same similar thing as they're just using different tools exactly um, and there's other, you know, healers or um, facilitators that also just use different tools, but we're channeling the same web of light, same kind of energy. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you, you've started, so you started with, well, we started with uh, just reading for ourselves, and then if people wanted to move on, they can read for others. And what are some ways that you can build up that intuition When you start reading for others. Besides like just community and like having other people around you. But because I asked Renee this same question. Hmm. So she was just like just and she just kept saying just trust your, Just trust it. Just trust it. Just trust it. And I didn't know if you had anything else. I mean I'm a
1: big pusher for show me a sign. Okay. And I will legit be like I need you to show me. If it's numbers, if it's, like, a card. Like, okay, if this is what we're doing, then give me this card. Yeah. Okay. And, um... Or sometimes it's just okay to be a little bit more open about how the message comes because it's even more surprising how it does come about. And it's like, it could be a friend says something to you and you're like, what? You just (laughs) answered a question. You have no... And this person's like, I have no no idea. idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You're crazy. Um... So I think, because really it is, I mean, that's, really tarot is just connecting to spirit. I mean, yeah, we're not talking to the cards. Those are just a tools. Those are just the tools. Let me be just honest here. I mean, I've licked food off my cards before, so <laughs> let's hope those aren't the real magical things. Um, but, you know, we are talking to being or God or the creator, the universe, whatever you want to call call it. it.
0: It's the same as ruins, right? It's just Mm tools, but you're you're connecting to that same or channeling that same energy. Mm -hmm. God, creator, consciousness, goddess, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and I think people mistake that sometimes. I feel like people think it's just we're well, looking at the cards. Oh well, yeah, you know, we have the devil. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So, and death. And there's a lot of cards that are scary in there, right? Yes. But I want to talk to you about the medicine behind those. Like, what are some? So we got death. The, know, the three of swords is always for me. It's always been. A, <laughs> it's a trigger like point it's an for oh, sure. Shit I mean, it's card. still a trigger for me. And then yeah, so what about these scary cards for people
1: well okay so i've learned to actually love the scary cards um well i guess the perceived scary cards like the devil um can represent addictions or our ego or you know or it can even just represent sexuality and like it doesn't have to always just be like this scary thing but also it's it's sometimes it's pointing out the addiction so what's the first thing to healing that it's accepting that you have a problem so I mean not that I'm like it doesn't have to just mean addictions I hate using that example but you know it's being aware of your shadow side that we we all have a shadow side as much as all the love and light people want to think you know or they might portray that they don't
0: have so maybe so it's when you pull that card it's not necessarily that it's bad it's just making you aware that there may be some shadow aspects of yourself at play here mm-hmm. some things change to be aware you down. yes yes and what about um set so that the devil we've got death the death card mm-hmm. which is probably one of the best cards you could i love get. the death
1: card i'm like bring it on yeah Let's kill whatever it is that we're killing, because it's not like everyone thinks like, oh death, there must be a death in the family. Nope. It has nothing to do with it whatsoever. Yeah. I've never seen anyone pull a card that says, Oh, the death card, you're dying. Um <laughs> That's not what it, it's yeah. not what it means whatsoever. <laughs> and like in this deck, it's they changed like this artist is just changed up a lot of really cool things, but it's the death or the rebirth. So every Mm -hmm. time you have a death, it's just a death of a cycle. It's a
0: cycle, yeah.
1: So something is dying. So a job is dying because you're rebirthing into a new chapter, a new job, a new business. And so, you know, it's just that uncomfortable we like to sit in our comfort zone and it's that just that step of stepping out so maybe that's really what the something's death card is i th- mean
0: something's coming to an end you're killing
1: a part of yourself that no longer serves you yep you see something in your devil side and you're gonna kill it yeah like you're ending that part of yourself because you don't need it
0: right so it's a big card of growth yes yeah i love that it's a good card to pull so i guess
1: some people still would probably find it pretty daunting to get that because that means you're growing you're and which to- is scary
0: it is. A lot of people don't a like it. A lot of work. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a physical death. Like no, a no, 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 no. Some people may associate it with. Mm-mm. What other? What? Other, what else we got? Oh, a tower.
1: The tower. In the typical, this one's pretty because she uses all like woodsy things. But in the traditional rider weight tower,
0: it's pretty. It's, it's pretty intense. Yeah, lightning
1: striking a tower. People, people, people are falling. falling from the tower, and like, I mean, it's. Kind of hard not to think of like 9 11 like yeah. oh my god but then it's like well come back for a second because right. it's really the tower is when yeah. foundations aren't strong mm. the tower Everything is, is going to crumble topple. so it's giving you a chance to see what isn't working and then you get to pick through the rubble and what you know what stones are still good and those are going to be your next things that are now making your new foundation and like you've learned mm. you can't leave spaces here or you can't neglect this part here because
0: it will fall it
1: will fall so like you've kind of learned to keep building it up in the you know so better you get the more towers you've had
0: the, the better foundation to the be better the through. foundation
1: is because you've learned like the three little bigs like you can't make things out of sticks <laughs> you know what I mean like you got to build it up right then, put then a diamond I'm,
0: on the top right yeah <laughs> like a lighthouse yes what other kind of bad card, or not bad, this is so bad, usually scary cards that are pulled? What else
1: do we have? Uh, three of swords. Three of swords, nine of swords is kind of some oh, a yeah, trigger. Because yeah. in the traditional, it's You're like in a, a co- woman sitting... Boat?
0: In a boat, right?
1: No, that's a six. She's okay. sitting up in bed and like yes, crying. Yes, and yes. there's like nine swords on the wall, and so it's like insomnia and up all night. And so it's just usually the anxiety card. Oh. But, I mean... If we're honest, when don't we really have anxiety? Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it might just be acknowledging that you're feeling this way and like, it's okay. Like yep. we have to go through those feelings. Like the more you suppress it, obviously, the more than you're just building it up. So feel what you're feeling, but realize that you can't stay there.
0: Right. You got to move on. You got to kill it. got to kill what the death card. <laughs> the death card death. just comes <laughs> in and rages through. <laughs> oh. And then the three of swords... Yeah. I really don't like that card. I mean, even I still get anxiety when I when I pull it for myself. I'm like, shit. What is that But That's like? why
1: I always look at the art, too. Just, okay. like, how are they portraying it? And, like, this one, at least she's a little bit, like, the heart isn't, like, torn apart. Like, they're trying to sew it back up.
0: Mm, okay.
1: So, it kind of almost feels like when you have to feel it, feel it. Feel it, yeah. But then, you want know, because you got to feel it to heal it, right? Yeah.
0: As you, gotta, you feel, so you heal. Yeah. yeah. So
1: I usually try to always remember that in the three of swords, because that is a hard one for people to see. Even in like traditional tarot, I mean, it's like three huge swords stuck Stabbing into a heart. being through a heart, yeah. Just like bleeding everywhere. And so it's pretty graphic, obviously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're not necessarily bad. No. None of the tarots are, are bad um, tarot cards. Okay, so we have two cards from the swords that are kind of like they hit you so what's well,
1: talk I was gonna say there's go kind ahead. of probably a few more I feel like swords yeah, comes swords. with a lot
0: of um triggers well that's what I was gonna go to was okay so what do the swords in general mean like let's go through the suits
1: so swords is um usually the element of air and your thoughts okay. I always think of the swords
0: thoughts like it's the precise like exactly what you're thinking or what's happening in your mind
1: because that's why i like the nine of swords is anxiety and it's like a completion Mm. because then there's the ten of swords that's another kind of scary card too well i can't think of that one he's like all the ten swords are
0: stabbed into like the armor oh okay yeah the swords are pretty intense Mm -hmm. so then so swords thoughts what about uh, cups cups is emotions emotions water yep Flowing Mm -hmm. or not flowing.
1: Tears. (laughs) I always think like, oh, emotional tears and sensitivity. And okay, what
0: do we got? Pentacles?
1: Pentacles is anything material, physical you can hold in your hand. Okay. So a lot of times a pentacle looks like money, so everybody thinks money, but it can be just like the physical, even if it's just like work, like the physical work you do, like the things that you're making.
0: Okay. And then wands.
1: Wands is, so fire, and that is... Is um, so like creation? Creation. Okay. Like, some people think it's more of an action card, like passion action cards. Mm, okay. So, like, the things that make you move, what makes you want to do. Okay.
0: So then when you're doing a reading, you take into account the suit. Mm-hmm. You take into account the number of the card?
1: Um. Yes and no. Okay.
0: Depends on the other mm-hmm. cards around
1: it. If I have yeah, like a lot of threes or if I have, you know, that's probably be like the most
0: okay. that Having I really a lot am like, of a no- yeah, like okay. what keeps standing out. And then you take in the artwork mm-hmm. and what's happening in the card.
1: I think that's where kind of a lot of the intuitive part comes into, because, yeah. you know, what's being portrayed in the picture and is someone looking at someone or is, you know, what's the story? What's this trying to tell? The story me? flow. Because I'm not always a big go by the spread kind of a person. It's okay. beneficial when you have a specific question and you can lay it all out. But I'm more of a let's just pull cards and there's cards everywhere and we're figuring this all out.
0: Oh, we didn't even talk about spreads. So you can do what you like, what you just described and just mm-hmm. pull with no with no rhyme or reason. I mean, they don't have to be in a, cer- a certain spot. Yeah, I
1: might have like, okay, this was a question, so there's a little grouping over here. But then I have another specific question that I was kind of asking about. Or sometimes I'm just like, what's up?
0: What do I need to know? How's it going?
1: Let's have a conversation. Yeah.
0: And then there's spreads, which mm-hmm. are
1: more... Follow by the rules, yes. but again, I still feel like I'm always pulling out more cards just because, yeah. like, either I have more questions or I'm like, I'm clarifying this because that doesn't just make clear sense with the question.
0: Yeah, and there's lots of different spreads. Oh my God, so, so many. many so many. It's just blowing up. So, you can, if you're getting into this, you can follow a spread if that seems like easier. Mm-hmm. So, you know what each card, each placement means. Mm-hmm. And then clarification cards. How do you use those? Do you use them often?
1: Yeah, that's usually where I start to mix up, like, am I using oracle cards first? Okay. Or am I clarifying with the tarot? Or am I using tarot first and then I'm going to clarify with oracle? Or sometimes I just have multiple tarots with multiple oracles. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> with, what did I say, 57? Yeah, it's 57 decks. I got lots of options. So do you, uh, for each reading, you kind of you kind of see what deck you're vibing with mm-hmm. first for each one? Because um, I feel like a lot of people... At least, I shouldn't say that. I've had a couple people that they can't even sense, like, what deck. They don't even know how to begin. Like, they're like, I mean, this one's got pretty pictures, but I don't really connect. Like, they're just, they can't connect with it. So Mm -hmm. I don't even know what to tell those people in the store. I just say, well, I tell them to do the whole muscle testing thing to see what deck they might need. Mm. Um, And so what I was trying to get at is that, when you are starting to read it may take some time to build that relationship with the deck and that you i mean for those who who don't vibe with decks right away maybe you're just waiting and the right one hasn't come yet or maybe you're not i don't know or it's just not time it's not time cuz
1: sometimes i'm like why did i put it down for so long
0: yeah i just like but i just don't think
1: personally like in my personal life i was ready for it yeah it's just not where i was on my journey but yeah. um Maybe it's just not time. Put it away for a while.
0: Yeah. You know, if I'm with it, set it to the side. Yeah. Take some time. And like, or, you know, or I just keep pushing it. Like, you're <laughs> like, this going, is going to happen. This is the one. We like- are going to be friends. <laughs> um, so any certain way that people should use clarification cards? Is there any rules around that? Or is it just kind of like, I don't know what this I card means. I firm believer so-
1: that you should just do whatever the hell you want. I love it. <laughs> Because it puts a lot of pressure on people that we have to follow it like this and like all All these like professional, like, you know, people think of like tarot and they probably think of Miss Cleo. Like, you know what I mean? It's really (laughs) starting to trend again. And it's so surprising to me, maybe because I'm so connected with a community here that when I go other places and I talk about like reading tarot cards, people are like, you can do that. They're like, whoa, what? And they're like, anybody can. Anybody can can all do this. I'm like, um, so it's just so funny to me that it's still. It seems like it's trending so much, but yet there's still so many people who are so. They
0: they do. They think it's like it's something you're born with. Mm-hmm. But to, I mean, just like anything, this is. I had the, yeah. When I first started, it was like I've got to sit down and actually learn these. I have I, ha- I had to learn them
1: I was like that at do you first. know what I mean mm-hmm.
0: like I had to sit down and look at them, and I had to like I would read what the book is and like it wasn't something I just picked up and just knew how to do
1: no my but I feel like don't feel pressured to want to learn them before you mm-hmm. can start like to me okay. I just started pulling for myself yeah when I was using tarot, and even when I was here, that's kind of like when I started really in card club, I was like, I'm going to start using the tarot, but I'm going to have to use a book. Yeah. And so as I went along, but then like you slowly start remembering what these cards are and then next thing you know, but like I said, I still sometimes like pull out the book and just to see what... What's happening. Yeah. And because some of the writers too are just, they write so nice in the, like, especially if it's their own book and not just like the generic little tarot pamphlet. Gotcha. Um like you almost see their interpretation
0: mm-hmm. that could be way different than what you were yeah thinking. and you're like holy cow <laughs> did not see that coming
1: because there's a couple of decks that i've seen where they've really modernized and like made it more relevant to today
0: i, I think you showed me that one um oh yeah i know which one you're talking. is about? it mystic
1: mondays oh i don't know it's got the shiny edges i'm yeah. pretty sure it's yeah Something Monday or Wednesday. It's like Mondays, maybe? Maybe. Okay.
0: But yeah, it makes. They have electronics Mm -hmm. in it and stuff, right?
1: And very simple or abstract. Like, and it's not. There's not always people in it. Like, sometimes there's just like some bouncing balls, and you're just like, oh, okay.
0: What's
1: this? Yeah. What's this supposed (laughs) to be? So it's definitely not one for people to start on, because, like, if you want to learn from illustration, like, the only reason I can use that deck is because I do know the card. Right. But, um,.
0: So do you don't. So don't feel pressured. No, so know Mm-mm. in every card before then, you start.
1: I'm saying this, and I was. I felt the same way, yeah. and I just pushed myself through it. Yeah, like it's fine. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just gonna keep doing it.
0: Just to pull another one and another. And one. then
1: now looking back, like, that's my advice to people: is just, just keep doing it. Like just keep pulling for yourself. If you don't want to pull for other people, or just if you do want to pull for other people, like. Ask your girlfriends to come over or your friends and family to come over that are open to it. Yeah. And because that is a big part of it, like when you're trying to learn your confidence. Because even now, like if I have someone who can tell is very closed off to me, Mm
0: -hmm. that kills your confidence quick.
1: Because you're just drowning and they're not giving you anything. Yes.
0: Um, Speaking of, okay, we talked a lot about reading people, but... Like, how would you – what would be the perfect client, the perfect person who's being read? Like, what What do they feel like? What are they –
1: Because they're working – like, they'll say, like, oh, this, this does make sense. Yes. Like, this is because of this. And it's like, you don't have to give me your life story, but, like, it does yeah. give me a direction to keep looking towards. Yes,
0: yes. So, I've seen people who just – they don't say anything. And they just shut down, and they're more like, well, like, you should know it all. You should know it. And everything. it's like, well,
1: we can't know it all. Like
0: right. – Right.
1: We're only getting so many cards, and, and also... We're
0: channeling spirit, and
1: maybe they're not telling us. Right. So it's like, and also, we only have 30 minutes, so do you want to solve your problem or not? Or right. like, work with me. Right. Um, and I'm not, like, they don't have to give it all away. Like, I'm a firm believer of, like, sitting back and letting someone start and, like, or if do you have a specific question. Like, my one thing is always, I like it as a challenge, but it always... Gets me a little nervous is when you ask, (laughs) do you want to ask a question? And they're like, okay. And they're like, do I want me to say it out loud? And it's like, you don't have to if you don't want to, because maybe they're a little embarrassed to say what the question is. Yeah. And when they don't ask it out loud, then you're like,
0: oh,
1: okay. And so So then
0: they have something in mind that they mm channel, and now you have to see that in Tell them
1: about it. And so like my ideal, if that's fine with me, I like it because I like to see the answers come out without me even knowing what i'm doing. Yeah. Um but if they would work with a, like me as i'm saying, like so it looks like you've had, you know, a loss recently or what's going on that you're feeling like you're lacking something or yeah. you know like and then they can say this is what's going on.
0: Or yes, i've had a loss recently. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's how i assumed people your perfect client would be someone who works with you cuz it's totally a relationship, right? We're in here doing this together. Well,
1: and also like I think people have to remember too when asking cards like what is in your what's your intention for doing this? Like are you right. going to change something that you're doing cuz you find these answers out? Like oh. So, if you're willing to you do the from? yeah, are you wanting to do the work? Right. Cuz they'll tell you where you need to do the work, yeah. but you know, but where are you are you just looking for that quick simple answer then you might not get it because that's not what cards are about
0: like and sometimes they're not direct
1: no god no most of the time (laughs) let's just be real i cannot give you lottery numbers um
0: (laughs) it's not direct
1: no it's not at all like you have to get deep thinking and that's what their point is like get yeah get get in there Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i feel that uh that i think a lot of people come for or i've even felt like people have come for readings just to test it Mm -hmm. just to test like how not even how good you are but mm-hmm. let's see what this what this is all about and see if she kind of knows my life story but it is it's more of a relationship and where you come from and your intention and do you want change from this it's so important part of part of the reading is how you show up as the client
1: yeah when we did a psych the psychic fair last year yeah that was do the council. yes yeah, the um that was pretty crazy like we had the first person who was really open and, like, wanted to tell us all kinds of stuff. And so it was really fun because we all were po- polling um, and he was working with us. And, like, that was awesome. And I feel like it was either the second or the third person who came. And as soon as she sat down, and I'm not normally a person to, like, pray. I mean, I use that word lightly. Yeah, but um, yeah. I remember saying, please give me the right words to say. Yeah. Cause I don't. That you could just feel, as soon you as she sat down, her energy of. was heavy, and like she came for an answer, but I don't think we were giving
0: the answer that she wanted. And oh, that's another thing, right? Is you're not going to get what you want. So You may have an idea what is going to happen, but
1: so my m- sorry. One <laughs> good no, but the one good thing is like if you really want a, a direct, the closest thing to a direct answer is making sure that your intention of the question is right.
0: Mm, okay, you
1: have to have a very. Specific question, but like there isn't just yes. and I mean, some cards are yes and no, but they're not going to give you this exact answer. Like this is going to happen on this date and at this time. But it
0: could be as, just guidance.
1: Yeah, but if as long as you're giving the right questions, right, you're going to have the answers coming out the way you're needing to hear them.
0: Right. So what if you ask the wrong question or asked it in the wrong way or too open? Yeah, or if it's too open ended. There's a lot that goes into a mm-hmm. reading. And then you don't know because I didn't tell you up no, front, right? <laughs> so I'm just going in blind into oh, yeah. an escape room. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow, is there anything else that you want to mention about reading or starting to read or just cards just, in general?
1: If it's something that you're feeling called to do, start slow. Mhm. Doesn't have to be something you do every day unless you really enjoy doing it every day. I mean, I'm, it's there's no rules. Like I just I feel like there is this like stigma that you have to be perfect and you have to know what you're talking about and Mm -hmm. really you don't because they give you guidebooks and really if you just want to use the pictures to figure out what it is then you can do that too i do like the books though because they can turn some of those messages around when you can get stuck like you see the three of swords and you're like oh my god but then you can read the book and they're telling you how you actually rise up from a loss or heartbreak yeah. And then you're like, "Oh yeah. I, I can do this." I forgot. Hold on a second. I didn't go to the light. I just went straight for the devil energy. So, um There's another addiction is negative thinking. Oh
0: yeah. That's a huge Or one. lack
1: mentality, like you just feel like you're always lacking.
0: Yeah.
1: You're not worthy. Yep.
0: There could be so many things to that. It's not just drugs, people. <laughs> it's not just drugs. <laughs> um do you have any recommendations for starter decks? I think Rider right Way is um it's like I feel like it's a good foundation, but that's just me.
1: It's a good way to start and learn yeah. the general themes. Um, but there's a lot of really pretty decks that do still go along with, with the general and still have that very typical storyline. Mhm. So I'm a firm believer that if you pick up a deck and it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel right then that's good but if you're over questioning it then you maybe need to give it a chance gotcha because you're overthinking now yeah
0: now you just got your head in it mm-hmm.
1: there's no because most likely you'll buy another one oh. i almost make it like a traveling thing like i'm getting ready to go on a vacation and like i that's my goal is to make it to one store oh. to buy to buy, either buy a new deck. deck and it's like kind of a, a remembrance thing of like oh yeah i was in florida when i bought this yeah
0: that is cool i have one more question okay before we <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a client, uh, and he wanted to start reading, but he could not, he could not pull a, the card. Like he would shuffle and just nothing would call. And he just felt like, if I pick this one, it's going to be the wrong one. If I pick this one, it's going to be the wrong one. And I'm like, it's never the wrong one. Just right. No matter what Me, it, well, you probably do
1: need the message somewhere in your life, whether it's, you know, it goes back to that intentional question, but. If you're gonna pull, I mean, and you can do it any way you want. What falls out, you p- just um, split Random the deck thing. and pull it. Or you, some people like to spread it out like a fan and pull out that way. I mean, there's lots of ways to do it, but don't don't
0: overthink it. Just because you're maybe not feeling it, it's fine. Like whatever and one you want. And know in. that about yourself. Like yeah. you know, what? I'm
1: not feeling this reading right now. Even for yourself, like yeah. I'm not in it. Yeah. I, my mind's everywhere else where it needs to, and like that's not where I'm at right now. So yeah. out of respect for myself and. But that Yeah, the deck and the guides and whoever's here. Like, I ain't wasting nobody's time. Like, we'll come back to this. Yeah. Meeting
0: adjourned. (laughs) Meeting. Lunch break. Yep, (laughs) we'll come back. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you for talking with me today. I appreciate it. it was fun. Yes, and um, listeners, so... If you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and head to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or or wherever you listen and hit subscribe. If you leave us a review, that can be really helpful. It helps people find us. Um, But we'll see you guys on the other side. Have a marvelous day.